found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday. This is the 21st day of the month of March. And we're ready for Tidbits. Good morning, Matt. Why, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. It's great to see you. Tonight, you'll be the moderator. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be me. The moderator of the candidates forum so you'll be there uh you know kind of making sure things go as it's supposed to mr lyle your time is up there you go that's perfect (laughs) (laughs) and then if they keep going then you got to get argumentative create a real you know sir sit down sir (laughs) make it good matt what (laughs) whatever you do with it tonight (laughs) make it good I'll put my two cents in. Now, wait a second. You. <laughs> wait a minute. You just said that. that uh... So that's tonight. A couple of hours. It starts at six, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so basically, the way it works is we're only going to do contested races, right? Right. So. There's not a whole lot of contested room, but but mayor is going to be kind of the, yeah, the yeah. big spotlight. So we ask things. We, we they they each get a question, and then they have they each get the same question, okay. and then they have one minute to answer. Okay. So, Mr. Lau. Yeah. <laughs> why? I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> So I would ask you, you know, okay. Mr. Mr. Lau, why? Well, I, actually, I wouldn't. Okay. The panelists right. wouldn't okay. would answer. Right. Would ask the question. I would simply introduce the panelists. Okay. But All right. They would say, you know, why do you think you should be mayor of okay. Logansport? <laughs> and I'd stand up and just stare off. <laughs> just stare blankly. Yes. <laughs> well. Uh... <clears throat> so we can look forward to that tonight. That'll be tonight. At the uh, at the big facility, you'll be in the yes. big uh, Mikhail Performing Arts Center. All right, so I'll be there. This in a preview of her interview on today this morning. Abigail Warner, name may not ring a bell, but she is the first grade teacher who was shot by that six year old kid. Wow. She talks to Savannah Guthrie about her recovery process. How do you feel? How is your recovery going? I've been doing okay. You know, I it's been challenging. Um, I've gone through a lot of obstacles and challenges. Some days are not so good days where I can't get up out of bed. Um, some days are better than others where I'm able to get out of bed and make it to my appointments. But, you know, from going through what I've gone through, I try to stay positive, you know, try to have a positive outlook on what's happened and where my future's heading. Something you certainly wouldn't have yeah, expected as a for sure. first grade teacher. She was critically injured. However, she managed to corral the rest of the students to safety. Wow. Of course, she plans to file a lawsuit against the school just weeks after the shooting, after her concerns about the child in question reportedly were ignored by the administration. They had issues with this kid before, strangling. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. This kid's just 
<laughs> you know, it shouldn't be in a regular classroom. That, uh, there's no doubt. Right. The uh, child accused of shooting Zwarner reportedly struggles with behavioral issues that required him to attend school with a parent. Mm. On the week of the shooting, however, no parent or guardian was present, something the family said they will always regret. Those Warner still struggles with everyday tasks. She tries to stay optimistic, as we yeah. heard, and certainly wish her the best, but I can't imagine. You'd feel like you're probably dealing with a real-life Chucky, wouldn't you? If this, if this kid is to the point where he has to have a parent or guardian yeah. present, I, man, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> and does he really pay attention to them? I I don't know, but uh, that's just... No teacher should have to endure that. No. Shouldn't have someone struggling no. to get by in class with a disruptive student. Anyway, I wish the best for her, and I hope things go well. Absolutely. That's a terrible thing. This, um, something that you do, you're a, you're a poly-working boy. <laughs> Paychecks <laughs> surveyed over 1,000 it's Americans. Poly-working is what it's called? Yeah, poly-working. Yeah. Wow, all right. To find out who's most likely to be juggling multiple jobs. Okay. They found that while 40% of workers overall currently have multiple jobs, this number rises to almost half of Gen Zers. And younger Americans are also more likely to be splitting their time between three or more employers. That's a full 47% hold down three or more jobs. Wow. That's a lot of jobs. That's a lot of jobs. Meanwhile, 33% of millennials are holding down three or more jobs. Compared to 28% of baby boomers and 23% of Gen X professionals. Hmm. Now, you know, I'm part of the baby boomers that's right. been, you know, I've been silently quitting. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not going to hold down another gig. You think I'm going to hold down another gig? Okay, it's, like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> around half said they plan to poly work indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. And the older respondents were the more likely they were to see juggling jobs as long-term solutions as opposed to a means <laughs> to an end. Plus, I guess it probably keeps it kind of fresh, doesn't it? You get to experience two separate deals. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you know, I see, there you go. <laughs> Matt, the poly working boy. That's Well, okay, so I have, I have this job. Yeah. I have a church job, and... I occasionally do voiceover work for, okay. for you know. You're, you're a poly working boy. But I, the, the the voiceover stuff is like rare. Yeah. But I've done it. But um, the, the hard part comes when the two start clashing, right? Because yeah. there, there's a week in June where it's going to be, oh, geez, it's gonna oh, be no. nightmarish. Will you threaten to poly work quit? <laughs> poly quit. <laughs> No. All right. No. But that's coming up in June. You've got that to look forward to. Yeah, it's great. All right. It's great. So that's, uh, but, um, you know, me? No, no. I've been silently quitting. No need to worry about me trying to poly work. 
Okay, <laughs> I barely work. But actually, I'm I'm quite fortunate, and that both places where I work are very understanding and very, yeah. you know, flexible. Yeah, so. and that makes makes it easier to pull it, it off. It does. You didn't have any cooperation to be tough. You know, I probably worked once upon a time silently, working for another radio facility years ago. Oh yeah, and no one knew. Seriously. <laughs> It was out of town. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was back when I felt like I, you know, had something still in me. <laughs> it's, uh, You're going to be the next big guy down yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 6.30. We'll uh, take a break. We'll check news, weather. Matt may have a little something coming up for us. You got a surprise? I suppose so. I'm just throwing that out, thinking maybe <laughs> oh, I'll hit yeah. Maybe he's hiding something and I got him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a surprise. <laughs> and we'll have more tidbits. Stay with us. This is Tidbits. Your variety of sweatshirts. Okay. I was just thinking that when I walked back in. Because <laughs> you have a nice variety of sweatshirts. I do. I do. Me, on the other hand, I've got two. I wear one <laughs> most of the time, you know. But you have a wonderful variety. I do. And they're generally pullovers. Yeah. I'm not fond of pullovers. Well. Because of the hair. See, I don't have hair. Yeah. So yours is just kind of like, you know, just... It whisks over it. And kind of like, <laughs> it does get caught on the stubble yeah. in my head sometimes. But for the most part, I'm yeah. okay. But thank you. But you have a nice variety of them. I do. <clears throat> I do. And sweatshirts aren't cheap. Well. You know, so, uh, you know, through the years, I think I'd rather have had sweatshirts than sweaters. I went through a stage in the late 70s through the 80s where it was sweater, sweater, sweater. I never wore sweaters. Okay. But you had a whole I had a bunch. Yeah. I have two, I have two sweaters. Okay. That I, that I, you know, regularly wear. Just two. This, um, from the extremes of weather across Mexico over the last several years, it may threaten the crop production for agave, the main ingredient in tequila. Uh-oh. It's derived from the harvested agave sap, <laughs> which produces, what's that called? Polque, the core ingredient in tequila, mezcal. Mexico experienced far below what is considered normal precipitation throughout the first three months of 2023. Precipitation totals across much of the country have been less than 25% of normal. Large sections have totals less than 10% and 5% of normal. Mm. A report from CNN noted that warming temperatures also are to blame for the potential tequila shortage. Don't they also... Vodka. Vodka is made from potatoes, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, it depends. And, but you can have vodka from potatoes. Yeah, yeah. There are other forms of tequila, right? It's not just agave. Is that right? Is, I'm sure? pretty sure. Really? Surely we have many a bartender. They're not uh, retired yet. They're still up from last <laughs> night. Big night. Do they, are they that intimate with, with tequila? Well, I would, you know. 
Okay. They probably should know. I know that there is. I, I just know there is. You know, because you can get a warm in some of them. The agave is, uh, I think agave is more of for the uh, clear uh, tequila. But uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, they say there's a growing concern for the Mexican long-nosed bat species. <laughs> well, that is a long-nosed. <laughs> wow. Bubble-butted bat. <laughs> the only pollinator for the agave plant. Hmm. And they're good eating, too. You put them in soup. Though th- there are hundreds, hundreds of agave species, only the Weber Azol subspecies makes tequila. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, tequila is an agave spirit, but it cannot be crafted from just any of the dozens of agave variations that exist. Okay. By law, All right, law, the spirit must be made with at least 51% Weber Azul Agave. Oh, all right, there we go. In order to be considered tequila. All right. By law. By law. Okay. Um, then down here, tequila is made from the Weber Blue Agave <laughs> plants or Agave Tequiliana, which is a large succulent with long spiked leaves similar to aloe vera. Within the core of Blue Agave plant is a bulb called the piña. The bulb is baked and juiced, and the juice is fermented with yeast in barrels to make no tequila. Who came up with that all those years That's ago? That's a lot of work. I mean, man. you think about it. Who came up with how to make that? I don't know. That's that's impressive. <laughs> it's just, I, you know, I guess I can understand how, you know, Will Hearn Schmidt came up with making beer back in the day. <laughs> but uh, that just sounds like it's pretty, you know, pretty complicated. Yeah. Do you think it was done by accident? Like they... Like maybe they consumed this pina before, and it just they left it out and fermented and that could be you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I, I'm not a tequila connoisseur. That's for sure. I, I just the smell of it. And again, if you're going to you know, and if you're you're an accomplished person that takes a shot, you don't breathe in while it's close to you because you're going to take that in. Right. And you're so, gonna, so you breathe out. And, you know, and then you and then you just do it. Make your, make your face. Isn't the color of tequila <laughs> come from the well, aging process in the barrels? Because there's is. clear and there's dark. I bet it's the aging process. Okay. I really the thought there were other ways to make tequila. I really did. But um, There you go. Okay. Thank you, Matthew. Here's a uh, New Jersey woman tested positive for opiate use. Blames the poppy seeds on her breakfast bagel. The woman says they didn't consent to the test during their hospital stay. (laughs) When the hospitals received the test results, investigations of the women, evidently there were several, were on suspicion of possible neglect or abuse, were launched days after the new mothers had given birth. The uh, two ladies have filed separate civil rights complaints against Hackensack University Medical Center. A staff attorney said similar testing could be taking place in other hospitals, and it creates this pipeline into invasive, unnecessary state investigations that are really traumatic for the people who experience them, hmm. especially when they just gave birth. So they, they both had poppy yeah, seeds. evidently. And that made them come back as... Evidently. Wow. 
Because they probably do. I mean, yeah. I don't, we haven't had a kid in a long time, but they probably, you got to figure they just run drug tests to see yeah. Yeah. what the mom's been up to. Uh, you know, that's why I avoid poppy seeds, you know. <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> No dressing. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to deal with it. Now, the poppy seed issue isn't clear cut. Some experts think ingestion can't lead to a positive drug test. But the USDA says it might. There you go. We've heard that for the longest time, that that'll get you a positive drug test. The uh, Defense Department advises service members... To avoid consuming poppy seeds before a drug test. The complaints also say the hospitals tested for a threshold much lower than the federal government uses. Ah. So, yeah, I I would say you've got a good chance of that happening. I believe it. I just believe it. New expectant mothers, you should carry a bladder full of your urine. (laughs) Pardon me. At the ready. Now, this has got to be quite a show, okay? this I can just imagine Matt and I no. being in the audience next to Hillary and Chelsea Clinton, okay? <laughs> they were they were at a, a Broadway show, something like it hot. <laughs> sure, okay. When an odd incident went, went on down the aisle. <laughs> a cereal pooper left behind a specimen <laughs> inside the legendary Schubert Theater. A cereal pooper? What does that even mean? I guess you just go down the aisle, you drop it, and you take a crapola. <laughs> Who does that? We'd be right there next to Chelsea and Hillary. <laughs> and we'd just look away. <laughs> Another source. <laughs> now, a source close to the show insists that it was a regrettable one-off incident. We don't typically have aisle poopers here. <laughs> But another source tells them that the theater staff said that it's happened at other performances as well. <laughs> it's happened before? <laughs> Who does this? Do you then scoot across the carpet to wipe? You know, just kind of <laughs> get it good going, you know. Maybe go down a couple of steps. <laughs> uh, Make a real show of it. Right. <laughs> An insider says that after the most recent incident, an eyewitness spoke to the house manager <laughs> who said that it was actually the fourth time. The fourth time this has happened? <laughs> Is it the same person? I, do. I don't know. Why do you want to do that? Hey, hey Jim, good to see you back here. Because it's a guy thing, right? It's got to be a guy. This, was- is, this is a guy thing. Okay. I'm sorry, it just is. It's a dude. What makes you? <laughs> what makes you want to do that? I don't know. But you got to figure that you have you have some things going for you, and that if you start it, no one's gonna like tackle you in that moment. You know what I mean? I mean, like you kind of know that going into it. That bless <laughs> you. You have the. Aspect of the lights being down. That's you do have that. You do have that. So that gives you a little better cover. What if he's next to you? What if he's like what what if you You're on the aisle, you have the aisle seat, you know, you're thinking this is not bad, man. And then here's weirdo 
squatting down next to you. Like, what do you do in that moment? Do you pretend it's not happening, or do you, <laughs> sir, sir? What do you do? I don't know. What the uh, story's got to do with the uh, Clintons being there, I don't know. <laughs> Other than they never elaborated yeah, on, they didn't yeah. get their comments. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's happened four times. Yeah, at least. <sighs> this, uh, you know, Alabama has had some issues with their basketball team. Yeah, and football. Sure. Now they've got a freshman, a defensive back, Tony Mitchell, tried to flee police by driving 141 miles per hour before his arrest last Wednesday. Wow. He admitted to fleeing law enforcement and claimed his passenger, Christopher Lewis, told him to punch it. (laughs) Well, police found $7,000 in cash and 226 grams of Mary Jane, as well as a loaded gun in the car, a black Dodge Challenger. Mitchell and Lewis were each charged with possession of marijuana and intent to sell and or distribute. Lewis was also charged with carrying a concealed firearm. Alabama coach Nick Saban. He suspended Mitchell following his Wednesday arrest. And again, you're at Alabama. This is a freshman defensive back. There's plenty more of you. <laughs> okay, that's that's what Saban's thinking. <laughs> He's not too worried about it. Sure, sure. But again, they're getting in a lot of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these are athletes, you know. And again, I know they're just kids. But, uh, man... Wow. And this... Um, so real quick here, we okay. got a, we got a text going okay. back to the um, the serial pooper okay. in the, okay. the theater. Someone texted, would you tell the usher that your seeds stink? <laughs> uh, excuse me, our, our seeds, they really stink. What do you mean? Well, there's a man that just pooped in the aisle next to me. And does someone come down with a Kleenex during the show? <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's got to pick that and up? pick it up. Oh. <laughs> Plastic glove. And a sack. I don't know. I, people are weird. And to somebody, they probably get a big kick out of that. You know? And, I just, uh, and you're right. It's it's a dude. It's got to be a guy, right? Like It has to be a dude. <laughs> This is a guy thing. I just, I just know it is. Also, apparently, there was a whole uh, Seinfeld episode <laughs> where Elaine does multiple drug tests and they're positive due to opium. Yes, that's right. Yeah, from bagels and muffins. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> see, we all our listeners are just we all live in the reality world. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, it's, just, <laughs> it's right. We get all of our education from, you know, those types of of programs. So we appreciate your input. Now, imagine this, if you were, and we're out of time, really, but residents of a neighborhood in L.A. have been getting flooded with mysterious Uber Eats orders that no one requests. Now, who'd do that? Don't you have to pay for them? I would think so, yeah. Several locales or locals, have been getting up to 13 deliveries a day from McDonald's, Taco Bell, Starbucks, and uh, more over the last three weeks. 
Some have tried calling the numbers on the orders, but the lines are disconnected. Each order also included a tip. Now, if they're already paid, I'd bring her on in. <laughs> well, thanks. That's Don't you have to pay for it yeah, in advance? Yeah, you do. So to me, it's just a mysterious, nice Santa Claus type person. For sure. But, uh, you know, it says, now, if, am I reading that right? Each order has also included a tip for the delivery driver. Yeah. So, again, the driver's not even looking for a tip from you. Right? No, it's, it's included in the order. So, Man, I'd be enjoying that stuff. Absolutely. Who wants to cut that off? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're getting it, that's like driving through. Every time you go through the drive-thru, the guy in front of you paid. Yeah. Yeah. What a day. What a great day that is. <laughs> Every day you go through, there it is. Of course, I've taught you how to use the app, and it's changed your yeah, life. It really has. <laughs> it's so much easy, you know. It's so great, isn't it? It, it truly is. Oh. Although I'm having issues, it's like there's an order lodged in it somewhere, and it says I already have an order, and I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, that, that app is Now, how do you get rid of that? You just got to... It's annoying me. I know. If you if you reopen the order and okay. just put another clear everything out, it'll okay. be fine. Okay. Thank you, Matthew. But uh, yeah, I've uh, the world of fast food apps is my cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. So I appreciate you turning me on to that. No problem. And I certainly actually know how to use them. Yeah. So that'll do it for today. We'll try this again tomorrow. Okay. See you then. All right. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.